0: The College Basketball Experience NEC 2023-24 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn five dollars into five hundred in just one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000, folks. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Plus the NBA is back. And so is the NBA gambling podcast. It's time to celebrate because we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie with the season back head over to sports slash NBA dog. For all the details that sports gambling, slash NBA dog for all the details. And remember as always folks to let it ride. This is my team. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. To the college basketball experience. NEC conference preview for 2022-23. I mean, uh, look, um, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk hoops. I cannot wait for the season, which is right around the corner. But I also, you know you get the off season after college hoops. If you were, if you were not with us last year, we were here every single night of the college basketball. Not even last year. We've been doing this shit for years. So when the season tips, we'll be here every single night, but you know, off season comes and I feel like, you know, the portal's crazy. You you do a couple episodes on the portal, Hunter Dickinson, to Kansas, couple coaching changes. Uh, And then you kind of forget about part of the beauty that is college basketball, by the way, if you see, look at that sweet NEC graphic right there, youtube.com slash the college experience. But you kind of forget about some of the things that make college basketball awesome and unique. And uh, one of the reasons why, I mean, there's so many reasons why I love the sport. One of them was the divider it's gone. We're going to talk about that. You're probably wondering what the fuck that is. but. Look, my name is Colby Swiggin Denterbase Dad, A.K.A. Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, <laughs> and lives by his wits.
1: When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much
0: and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Huh? Would have killed a normal man, but. Nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. It's like getting hit by lightning. When you find out the dividers no longer there, I'm referring to St. Francis basketball and football. Well, their athletic Brooklyn. department. Yeah. St. Francis, Brooklyn. Yeah. Not PA. Um, you know, they, uh, they had an awesome basketball court where you would actually, it's like playing middle. It's like playing elementary school. When you're playing a dodgeball on one side and another sport on the other side, they would just press the button and boom, the divider would come down and all was good in the college basketball world. This pisses me off. First off all these fucking schools that try to go all foo-foo and we don't need an athletic department. Oh, okay. Sure. You know, you get these, you get these people that are stuck up that don't realize that, uh, you know, Sports are the key to everything. All right. Sports was way ahead of the curve. As far as our race problems in this country, sports, sports help solve that shit. You can go one by one, any, any problem in life. I think I can draw an analogy back to sports. All right. And you're going to get rid of your fucking athletic department, NEC. I mean, I don't want to blame the NEC, but St. Francis, the dividers not there in college hoops. I I'm getting a little worked up. Look, I am joined by my co-host here. He's the host of the college baseball experience. He's also behind the scenes on the college basketball experience every night. He's already, he's already got a future riding in the NEC. And that's why, that's why we love him. Uh, Look, give it up for the LeBaron driving late night movie watching. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Give it up for Noah B. How you doing brother? What's up Colby. Yeah.
1: I mean, the NEC is just kind of what makes college basketball special. You kind of already hit on it with uh, St. Francis, Brooklyn, you know, just kiboshing the whole athletic department, Uh TV, DBJ in the chat goes uh, the burger King, which the chat kind of took a liking to last year as well. Cause the BK yeah. uh, abbreviation in the name. Yeah. Well, they probably heard the burger King jingle too many times. You know how it goes. BK have it your way. <laughs> they, they they chose to just abolish athletics and that was probably I mean not,
0: we need to, we need to, not, I, I, like I know this isn't the NEC's fault and people turning tuning in that want to know about their NEC team we're going to go through every team but <laughs> let's talk about this for a second because I have a problem with this first off they had their football program they got rid of like 10 20 years ago something like that in the past 15 20 years they got rid of their football program and then they just just put the kibosh on all athletics who is running that fucking institution who who is running it
1: I don't know. But I will say we have another Dolphins in the D one. Lemoyne. Welcome to the NEC.
0: I am excited about Lemoyne. They get the my Georgetown Hoyas opening night. Oh second, second night of the season, but opening night for both the schools. Uh shout out to Lemoyne. Yeah, and we also have some other news. Merrimack and Sacred Heart. This is their last year in the NEC. So I mean long. what's good. As long as they don't play, as, as, look. I mean, I, I, the NFC is in a spot. They're gonna have to add some teams. They should look up, go grab some D two programs because uh, you know we, I want the NEC to work out. They've Mary, already
1: pulled up Stonehill. They're pulling up Lemoyne this year. Merrimack well, too. But
0: Lemoyne doesn't have a football program. I want football and basketball. You know me, football, okay. basketball, baseball, hockey, all rolling. Sports. You know the thing that makes uh, you know society cool. Sports yeah. makes um, money for your school. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you fucking get out of here? Uh, man, I man I, I don't know. I could, I could go on and on about this, but it's, it's interesting. They're joining the, uh, the MAAAAC, which doesn't have football. So wh- what's going to happen with Mary Mack and sacred heart football. Don't ditch it because we love those football programs. Uh, all right, let's jump into this mix. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, NEC conference preview season preview, uh is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog has just introduced scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, uh Underdog has extended their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Uh they got a hundred thousand dollar Sundays where they give away a hundred grand. Insane. Yeah. Ten lucky players will win ten thousand dollars each and every Sunday. So, watch the log, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 500 dollars That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the NBA Underdog Contest, right? The NBA's back and it's uh and, and to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head on over to slash nba dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code sgpn and one random winner will get an NBA gambling podcast hoodie just go to slash nba dog All right, we are back on the college basketball experience NEC season preview and that's another thing. Mary Max should have went dancing a year ago. Should've went dancing a year ago. Remember, they weren't eligible. I think this year they are. I believe this year this is the first year they're eligible. Am I wrong? You're on mute. You're on mute, buddy. My bad. You were reading that. So, um,
1: I think they came in 2019, so this would be year four, and I think they would be eligible. I think you're right.
0: Stupidest rule, and that's almost almost as stupid as getting rid of your whole athletic department. Yeah, they've won two regular season championships in the time. Yeah.
1: Or maybe it was a regular season in a tournament. So that they have two titles. So that hurts.
0: You finally get them in (laughs) and then they're leaving. They're leaving. (laughs)
1: It's
0: like that old that old old girlfriend when you're 17 years old. You've been you've been sweating her, been trying to get her. Finally you meet her at some party, half six cocktails deep. And next thing you know, you go to the fridge to get another cocktail. And old Linda hanging out with somebody else. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, They haven't named women Linda since like 1950, but anyway, uh, team one, team one. Let's go. Uh, Love me some NEC basketball here. Uh, Let's just jump right in uh, with the real blue devils central Connecticut state plus 900. Look, they had Danielle Marshall not too long ago. He, he punted. He was like, I right, I'm out of here. I quit. Um, it's been uh it's been Patrick sellers entering year three here, 10 and 22 a year ago, seven and nine, Seventh in the NEC uh, at the, they they play at the, uh, the Dietrich gymnasium like that. They did lose Nigel uh, Scantlebury, who was a stud for them. And also Andrew Snoddy. together. That's about 20 points of production and about uh about, a, about 11 and a half boards. Someone's going to have to step up, but they do return some solid minutes from a year ago. Looking at that backcourt of Devonte Sweatman and Jay Rogers, as well as Kellen Amos, all of them averaged over 20 minutes a game a year ago. You gotta like bringing back that much production there. Um, then they went out in the portal and brought in Allen, uh, Allen, Jean Rose from Fairfield. Also uh, they bring back Abdul MoMA who played about 18 minutes a game a season ago. As well as Jaden Brown, who played about 16 minutes again. They have some depth, man. Uh, even further on that bench, Trey Breeland, Joe uh, Ostrowski, all average, all played double-digit minutes a year ago. They also are excited about this kid, though. Uh, Jordan Jones coming in from Coker College. Um, they got a freshman coming in from Finland, Mateus uh, Rasanen. Let's go, fucking. Who knew? Who knew that Central Connecticut State was over there in Finland with some scouts? Um, I'll be honest, this team's going to be better this year. What do you make of this team? 100%, they should be. Um, the
1: Blue Devils they bring back the second most minutes and experience from an NEC team last season. Uh this this roster is really good on paper. 3 seniors, 2 juniors here, and they all played at least 18 minutes a game last season. Um, and Alan Jean Rose, the, uh, stretch four coming in or not really stretch, but he's an efficient shooter. Um, he comes in from Fairfield. He's going to add more depth to a, a good front court. I think they're pretty deep, uh, when it comes to the big men. Um, and that's hard to find in the NEC. So I, I think this conference <laughs> Colby kind of choked about it at the beginning. Um, I am kind of eyeing a bet in the NEC uh i haven't placed it yet but uh, it's it's a little wide open and for these guys being a little bit of a long shot at plus 900 they're also a nice look um because they do have really good continuity um we'll touch on the team that i like a little bit more but i i think that central connecticut is in the running to win an NEC title this year um and pat sellers he's been doing a good job at central connecticut so I think this is a nice play where they've, they've built this program up. It's easy to see a tide turn. There you go. I I, I like this team coming into the year. I think they're a top half team.
0: I agree. Let's go on over though to last year's Cinderella didn't even win their conference. (laughs) <laughs> but you let them in the they NCAA. They didn't win the regular season title. They didn't win the tournament title. <laughs> I know you had issues with this. We argue this. Yeah, I don't have, I, I aired it
1: out on the MAAC because Tobin Anderson's <laughs> over there. We don't need to do it on the <laughs> Uh
0: Fairly Dickinson. Good old fair Dick. Um, Hey, I mean, what a run last season. Can they build on that? Obviously, they lose, you know, they lose their head coach, and they go to uh, the Assistant Jack Castleberry, who walked on at VMI back in the day with the key debts. Also, he's been a longtime assistant originally from the state of Virginia. Um, he's paid his dues ready to ready to step up and be the next uh, success story. Uh, they lose D- Dimitri Roberts and also Grant Singleton. They lose both those guys. But I mean, Hey, this team was 21 and 16 a year ago, 10 and six finished second in the NEC, went to the second round. Obviously shocked Purdue in the opener, the Rothman center. Hopefully will be rocking. If not their fans, Dundee, Dundee has you circled, um, but uh, getting some of these, well, first they return Joe Munden 22 minutes a game a season ago, about 11 points per game, five boards getting it done. Ansley uh, uh, Almanor. Remember him? He's back. Uh, yep. Sh- Sean Moore back. Um, Heru Blagen back. I mean, you gotta like that. Even Joel Emanuel on the bench played about 16, 17 minutes of game a season ago. They also got Cameron Tweedy back uh, Sebastian Lamonte back. Now, they did bring in a transfer that they're super excited about, Devonte Jamison from St. Thomas Aquinas. That is going to be one that we have to circle. But I mean, I'll be honest. You keep the the uh, culture there with the assistant coach. I think they're still going to be a tough out. I th- I, they'll be at the top of the. I mean, I don't think they'll win the, the conference because they didn't win last year. But I mean, they're going to be in the mix. I think night in, night out fairly Dicks and Knights. well I don't think it's a, a bad play at all to sprinkle that plus 425 especially you know knowing that you know I, I would like to think their home crowd could be better than a lot of the other home crowds based on that the magic that happened a year ago what do you make of this team Noah that's true um we'll we'll uh, address
1: uh, Mac you know hasty in the chat he goes Mac loves fair dick he, he does <laughs> uh he's currently doing his radio show in West Virginia for the college football weekend. Fairleigh Dickinson, they lose their two best players. They lose their head coach from last season and the Knights they actually have some of the more, uh, most continuity in this conference as well. They bring back the second most production outside of sacred heart in this conference. Um, one key addition that this team made and that coach Castleberry is relying on is that uh, kid that you were talking about. He's a five, seven grad transfer point guard. Devonte Jameson, who averaged almost six assists last year, I love at it. St. Thomas Aquinas College. I mean, this kid's going to come in. He's going to know his role. Jameson joins three other seniors and a junior in the projected starting five, all of whom who returned from playing twenty minutes a game from beating Purdue last season and winning the conference tournament title. Uh, a guy that came onto the scene late last year for the Knights was you mentioned him also, Ainsley Almanor. Um, he's they're big man on a really small team he's standing six seven this team's gonna be competing once again for an NAC title um I think yeah, that they're gonna be up
0: there I think sometimes when you go and get those super small guards that adds a toughness to your team they have yeah. that there's the you know the term uh you know small small man complex like that uh, and as someone I mean, that as, as someone that grew up like watching muggsy Bogues and, and with the bullets and the hornets yeah. And uh, Shantae Rogers was the guy we had at, at George Washington before uh, the colonials, the colonials, the colonials, the colonials um, uh, before, be, but I mean, Earl Boykin, I always love watching those undersized guards the, go at it. The example from last year is Marquise Noel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He is a
0: New York city kid. I
1: mean, Devante Jameson, St. Thomas Aquinas is in New York uh, and fairly Dickinson right there over there in New Jersey. So
0: yeah, let's jump on over and talk about Lemoyne, my favorite school in Syracuse. New York. <laughs> Lemoyne, shout out to the dolphins. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Um, wait a second. Why are there the dolphins if they're in Syracuse, New York? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. That's that's inward they they've got what rivers <laughs> that's true. I think pre uh, pre dinosaurs dolphins traveled in rivers. I read that once. Um, <laughs> we might be on to something here folks. Is, is this team? Is this team an enigma? <laughs> Are they F- folks be, be sure to check into our, uh, our next podcast dolphins in rivers uh, presented by pick Dundee in the land down under uh, this team's going to be fun though. They jump up. To uh, they they jump up to D one, their coach is Nate Champion. I'm not gonna fade that. They are yeah they are (laughs) my favorite school in Syracuse, New York, mainly because Bob Costas didn't graduate there. All right, and uh, okay they lose some solid players a year ago. Niagara
1: Falls is over there too. Now that I think
0: about it, Purple Eagles. But yeah, that's a little bit further.
1: It's a little further from Syracuse, but Dolphins could travel inward from the Niagara Falls over through rivers to Syracuse.
0: Yeah. I like where we're going here. <laughs> I like this. This sounds like this. The, honestly, I know we just had a writer strike, but I think we have something going that now that it started back up, you know, you've seen like five headed shark attack the movie. How about the uh, Niagara dolphin monster? I don't know. It doesn't have a ring to it yet. We're working on it. Um, they lose Xavier Wilson. They they lose uh they lose actually like four or five guys that were solid contributors. Uh Wingfield, Elmore, uh, Kevin Constant, Jeremiah Washington. And I'll be honest, I did not watch that much Lemoyne a year ago. So you it can you can call me a TMZ guy here. Uh but uh altogether, I mean, they did lose about thirty-one points production, thirty-two points of production from a year ago. But however, they do bring back a couple guys that uh played played substantial minutes. Isaiah Salter, their point, uh almost 30 minutes a game, 12 points per game, good point. Um, the the two guard Mike uh DePersia. This is a guy, he didn't light it up, but this guy's their defensive ace. He's just five eleven. Once again, small man complex. <laughs> you think like, hey, uh 29, 29 minutes a game. Only five points per game. This guy gets after it though. Four point five boards per game for a five foot eleven guy. How about this? Two steals this? a game. Too. Two point two steals. That's what I was really getting for. He's a dog. <laughs> All right. And uh, then you, you your uh, front court of uh, Luke Sutherland. No relation to Donald, as far as I know. Uh, Nate McClure also. Um, those guys. They're both back. Played about twenty four minutes a game a season ago combined for about 17 18 points they look to take the next step up also uh Derek Jones uh experience that, that their six-man rotation is all grad transfers and one and one senior yeah um they bring in Kaim Cleary from Ball State uh he's a grad transfer also Jamal Melvin from Northern Colorado and Greeley Colorado also Mason landek from Hawaii Pacific. Nothing like going that's where the dolphin should be. Um what do you make of this team here because I kind of think I am super fucking intrigued. I think they're going to surprise. I don't know how good
1: they are going to be, but this is one of the oldest teams in the league. Um and the the basis for surprise here is your models that all all of Vegas are going to set their lines based off of Kempom and based off of Torbe. Kempom has this team ranked 361st out of 364 this season. And Torvik has this team. um, I was just looking at it. 356. Here's the thing. They're not going to be the worst in the NEC. And the NEC had, I think it was long Island. They're going to catch us straight here. They were the worst team in Kempom last year. The fucking (laughs) shocks. Yes. Um, So right off the bat, this is one of the older teams in the NEC, but I want to hit on this because how Stonehill, how Merrimack have performed jumping into the NEC have actually been quite good. Yeah. Stonehill had a a solid first year last year. Uh, Here's the thing. This team, uh, not like their DNA is actually D one players. I know they're a D two team coming up and winning, yeah, Mike DePersia, uh, the kid that you were talking about, the, the nasty defensive guard, and Nate McClure. Both of those guys actually transferred to Lemoyne from IUPUI. And then <laughs> Derek Jones is a Tows- a Towson transfer. Uh, and he's a senior this year. Uh, they're counting on him to provide more scoring for this team as well. So I mean, this team has a little bit of talent, and they have a history of winning in in D two at the Any Ten. I think it's the Northeast Ten Conference, which is both where Stonehill and yeah. Merrimack have come, and,
0: from. and where the NSC is going to be scouting this off season um, or this season. <laughs> Correct. Uh, uh, so no. i
1: I think I think it's I I don't know how good they're going to be, but I'm looking at Torvik right now. They're catching twenty two and a half against Georgetown, a completely retooled team with Ed Cooley. I'll take the um, points. Then they get Villanova, 33 and a half. Um, then they get Sunny Canton or S U New York Canton. Uh San Diego with 17. SUNY, I'll SUNY, be taking yeah. SUNY. Uh I well, Mac called it the other day. There was a sunny deli on a schedule. So I was playing off of that. Oh I got you. <laughs> uh, San Diego, they're getting 17 there. I the Toreros lose a lot from last year. Northridge, they're getting 12. Um so, we're, Pacific, so what you're saying 20. is we're betting on the Dolphins. They are favored in two total games all season long in the preseason model of Torvik. It's free. Go check it out. Click on the team, look at their schedule, and just say, Holy moly, I'm gonna eye this team here. They're catching 10 against Dartmouth. They're catching 15 see, against see, the Binghamton golf
0: course. But you're right, in my opinion, like there's something to be said, like Stonehill or Merrimack, and I'll raise you one higher. Southern Indiana, St. Thomas right. Queens. Yes. When you win at the D two level, you build that culture and this team has a lot of experience. They've been there. They're going to win way more than that. They're going to win way more than that. I I, I really believe that. Yeah. They're, they're literally favored in two games
1: that they're going to win
0: more than two. This yeah. is going to be one of the darlings this see 100. I just saw Massad get injured for Georgetown. Give me give me the give me the dolphins down there right coming Massad. through the Chesapeake is Masad
1: the kid from Kansas State? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was Masood. But still uh yeah. It what would he hurt? I don't know.
0: What he hurt? I don't know, but he's out like 8 weeks. I f- I forget I read oh, it. I just don't ouch. remember what the injury was. Damn. Um I think maybe broken hand if memory serves me correct. I could be wrong. Go research research that. Um That's not fun. Uh Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be they'll be chippy. they'll be chippy. chippy. Last year, Stonehill, I think,
1: finished in the middle of this conference. I'd probably like in my prediction, I'm not going to really have them fighting for an NEC title, but they're going to be a darling throughout the year. The graveyard, Stoneyard, Stonehill.
0: (laughs) Well, now, now, (laughs) now, we get to talk about the fucking Long Island Sharks. Uh, look, look, Ra- Rod Strickland. All right. I mentioned this every time I, I look, like, I got to watch a lot of Rod Strickland growing up. He was a wa- former Washington bullet. And uh, you know, it also featured in every Wu Tang song I feel like, but um, a tough first year for Rod Strickland with the fucking long Island sharks. They go three and 25. All right. One and 17 in the fucking conference. Right. <laughs> That's not good for the fucking shocks. They gotta they gotta swim upstream, all right? They gotta they gotta get some dubs. The fucking shocks at the Steinberg Wellness Center. It's a fucking great place to catch a fucking shocks game. All right, look, uh Rod Strickland's in year two. They lose Jacob Johnson, Marco uh Meltic, Quion Burns, Trey Wood, uh, and Dia. Chick <laughs> th-
1: dye or something. Yeah, I think they win the transfer portal though.
0: They do because they have fucking Rod Strickland and he's he's there in Long Island with the fucking Sharks. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna have another shitty season. All right, what kind of Sharks you fucking met in your life that just don't fucking you know compete? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Anyway, look, uh, they have Ty Strickland. That's the son of Rod Strickland. They have Terrell Strickland. That's the son of Rod Strickland. Terrell Strickland. I watched at JMU Ty Strickland. I watched at Georgia Southern both coming in there. This is like fucking Dion 2.0 here with the fucking shocks. All right. Uh, They also bring in Tana Copa from Spring Hill and they do return RJ green 30 minutes a game. They, they do return CJ uh, Delancey this team's and they bring in a shit ton of freshmen and Rod Strickland. He was, a, you know, he was working with Calipari at Kentucky. He's going to bring in some talent here. He, and he's from New York city. So like this, the fucking shocks, uh, the bite, you know, the bite is coming. All right. Fucking jaws here. Uh, What do you make of this team? So for me, it's, it's hard not to predict a step up for long Island.
1: Um, they finished ninth in the conference in offensive de- efficiency, ninth in defensive efficiency. Um, they lose quite a bit, but they retool, they bring in a little bit as well. And I mean, all of these guys in, in the projected starting five, they either they're coming in with plenty of experience or they're growing in another year of the system. Um, the system was quite flawed last season. They played at the sixth fastest pace in the nation. And they had the worst offense and defense in the conference. So when you play fast and you're not efficient on either side of the ball, it kind of turns into blowouts against better non-conference, a competition and against in conference, NEC competition, they just couldn't stay in the game. So I think there's obvious steps up uh, in this, in this team. And I think the talent overall got a little bit better. For me, I I think there's a couple of worst teams in the NEC. So their step up is not going to be marginal, but I I don't think they finish last in the NEC this year.
0: I don't think so either because they're bringing in a lot more talent. Um, And the fucking Sharks make a trip out to Los Angeles early in the season. You better believe I'm going to try to catch the fucking Sharks at Pepperdine on Monday, November 13th followed by Wednesday to November 15th against the Bruins of UCLA. No, this team's going to be better, man. They're going to be better. And that uh, they they're just, I can tell you this. They're more athletic. They're more, way more athletic than they were a year ago. Um, Yeah, I'm buying in. So we've said this about every team. So our analysis is everyone's better. Um, Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess maybe fair <laughs> Dick, not as good, but
1: uh, let's talk about,
0: the Mary Mac Warriors come out and play. Uh, this is the team they're leaving. This, First in the NEC a year ago, North Andover, Massachusetts. Joe Gallo does a great fucking job there. He's in year eight at Hamill Court. We'll be rocking just a couple of weeks here. They lose though substantial players. Javon yeah, Bennett, this team is, Jordan this is Miner. One of your
1: step back teams here.
0: Yeah, Ziggy Reed. Uh, you're Ziggy. talking you know, that's, and and they lose like 45, 46 points production from a year ago, but can't fade Joe Gallo. He knows a thing or two. And they do return some guys that played some serious minutes. Jordan uh, Durkak, uh, Devon Savage. Great name. Uh, they also have Jordan McCoy back those guys all played over 20 minutes a game a season ago. They also have Jalen Stinson back who played seven over 17 minutes a game. A couple other guys further on that, uh, on that bench. But I think the big thing here is Samba Diallo coming in from Manhattan, the Jaspers uh, where he played, you know, his grad transfer. Also Adam bud. Clark is a freshman. They're super excited about from uh, Pennsylvania. And then
1: uh, they also He's have the projected starting point guard. Very excited about him.
0: Yeah. And then uh and then also Jacob O'Connell transfers in from Princeton. Grad transfer seven footer. that look. How many teams did we go through where they had no height? Quite a bit. The NEC yeah. does
1: not have much.
0: They they, they got a seven footer here. I don't know, you know, that that can go two ways, you know. That can't play much. Yeah. Princeton. But Princeton keeps a good program, man. Um they do. And they're, they run their offense through the big men. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're waiting on a waiver for Malik uh, Mead from the great Danes of Albany kind of think that's not going to happen based on what the NCAA recently been doing waiver wise, but either way, I, you know what? No, I mean, I trust the culture play here. I still think they they're legit contenders and probably, uh, you know, deserving of the, being the top, you know, uh, odds on favorite to win the conference. What do you make of the Warriors? I think they take a step back.
1: They lose their top three scorers in Jordan Minor, Ziggy Reed, and Javon Bennett. And historically, uh, Joe Gallo's team has not been a very good offensive program. 10th in the NEC, ninth in the NEC. And last year, with one of the best players in the conference, I don't know, short, uh, like when, since conference expansion, one of the best players in the conference in Jordan Minor, they finished fifth uh in offensive efficiency. So now they they take a step back, they have to retool and I, I don't I don't see it from this roster personally. I, I think I think they fall back to the middle of the pack.
0: Mm. 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 Fading those warriors. Man, this is this is a fun conference. Now let's talk about uh, well, actually before we talk about the next team here, the Sacred Heart Pioneers uh, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines, research, every NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users, researching with the hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets. All right. We're back on the NEC season preview here. Uh, This is one, this is one here that I'm very, very intrigued to watch this year. And I know you are too. And that is the sacred heart pioneers. They are a team leaving the conference too. Anthony Latina entering year 11 in Fairfield, Connecticut, uh, 16 and 17 a year ago, eight and eight in conference tied for fifth in the NEC. Uh, They did lose Bryce Johnson, who was a very good player at the pit, the pit center there. Remember they play at the pit where everybody gets laid. Um, You got to love the returning minutes here. I mean, this team, returns a shit ton of production. Uh the guard play. Brandon McGuire, you know, six seven point. Fucking they got Magic Johnson playing point. Uh 26 and a half minutes a season ago, he's back. Joey Riley, the two guard, 31 and a half minutes, 12 points a game, just about. Back. Raheem Solomon, the other guard. 25 minutes a game, 10 and a half points a game. And then their front court, although short Nico Gallet played 32 minutes a game, 15 and a half points per game. And look, those these this their whole like eight man, eight of their nine like rotation is all seniors.
1: Yeah. This um, this team dealt with a lot of injuries last year, so th- I mean, it allowed the depth to really develop as they were kind of thrown into the fire. They finished middle of the pack, 500 last year, and now they're eight or nine guys deep. That played minutes
0: last year. Well, they bring in a couple of transfers. Alex Sobel from Middlebury and Kyle McGee from Westchester. Um, we'll see how they translate to stepping up a bit. But uh, I mean, they have just guys Tanner Thomas, Mike Sixsmith, uh Raymond, Espinol, Guzman. Like they just have guys that have played a shit ton of minutes in college basketball. That's why you gotta like Sacred Heart to win the conference, right?
1: Yeah. They, they returned the most minutes from last season in the NEC 85%. They're by far the most experienced team in the Northeast conference, according to Torvik and the projected starting five contains five seniors. He kind of already touched on this three of the returning ones. They averaged 25 minutes a game, double digit points. Um, and then you already mentioned the six, seven point guard and Brendan McGuire too. He can dish the ball out four and a half assists per game. We hinted at it early on in the show. This was the team that was kind of eyeing on like it's going to be on the short list when all these conference previews are done, whether I'm going to bet it or not. Um, there are a couple of other like value long shot plays that I kind of liked. Um, and it was actually the first two teams that we talked about. I think central Connecticut and fairly Dickinson is going to be competing with sacred heart for a regular season title here, but I love what sacred heart brings back. And I think they just have depth and that's going to win in mid-major conference basketball.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's pretty like you gotta have them as your favorite just with that much but per- they go like ten deep on play in serious minutes. Yeah. Um you gotta love that. Uh all right, let's jump on over and talk about the red flash of Saint Francis. The only Saint Francis now. They, they can delete the PA next to them. Uh <laughs> it's true. Mark, yeah, Rob Kreml back for his twelfth season in Loretta, Pennsylvania, thirteen and eighteen a year ago nine and seven in conference in the NEC I got to watch this team a little bit last year I actually kind of like this team um I th- might even took in a future of them to get to you know to 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 win it last year I can't remember but um they lose a lot yeah Josh Cohen 22 points a game God Landon Moore 13 points a game God Maxwell uh land about 13 points a game gone uh the bench, Luke Ruggery, Marlon Hargis, uh, Ronald Giles, Brad McCabe, all gone and all solid contributors. That is a lot to, uh, to replace. So I don't know how rock in the de Gaulle arena will be, but they do return cam Gregory. And I think their season, you're going to need a fantastic season with K- with Cam Gregory, he played 24 and a half minutes a, a, a game as a freshman, him Windsor Sannon, the other freshman that played about 13 14 minutes a game. That backcourt you're going to need to step it up. I know they bring in Carlos Lopez Jr., a freshman from New Jersey. They're excited about Miles Webb, Gestin uh, uh Liberus, is that Justin? That might be Justin. Um I don't know. Uh, with G <laughs> yeah, I think it's Justin. The if, if that's uh, one of those like white kid
1: names where the parents wanted to be special and it's pronounced Justin, oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Ace Talbert is a freshman they're excited about. It's all you're you're always gonna be better in sports when you got a guy named Ace on your team. Uh Chris Monrief, uh from Evansville, the purple aces transfers in. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of regression here even if you got Bobby Rosenberger sitting on that bench, Bobby Rosenberger, the third look, maybe next year, maybe the year after, I just think they're too young. They're too inexperienced and this team. I have towards the back of the NEC know what your thoughts. The nice, I guess, political way to say this is that St. Francis
1: is probably two years away. A lot of freshmen uh, some sophomores, they are the youngest roster coming into the season in the Northeast Conference and they return the least amount of minutes. They were just ravaged by transfer portal and graduation. Um, this this team is is going to take their bumps and bruises as they go throughout the season. Um, for me personally, uh, just I, I don't know how to project a couple of sophomores that played a handful of minutes last year. All now jumping into starting roles. So Saint Francis PA is the team that the fucking Long Island Shocks are jumping in the standings. There you go. You
0: could say you could do this. We got this. I agree. (laughs) Um, I agree. I agree with everything you just said right there. We're agreeing way too much. I want to argue with you. I don't like you. All right. Um, but uh all right. I mean the, guy, the one thing you could say is the coach, you know, he's been there. He's been rocking there a long time. Maybe he's got a few tricks up his sleeve in the NEC conference. Remember you can get the NEC front row app. Folks for free and watch all these games. I highly recommend it. Um, let's talk about the Stonehill Skyhawks. Um, well, I can tell you uh, look 14 and 17 last year, but they finished second in the NEC 10 and six in conference for the uh the skyhawks of Stonehill and this is one of the teams Noah was referring to earlier that it just recently came up you know from uh from you know d2 and they've been playing good ball and now are they ready to make that jump I want this pilot I want it's a matter of national security it is a matter of national security that maybe you sprinkle some of that plus 1100 uh I mean are those odds a little crazy? I mean, for a it, team, for a team, do that you, finish, finish do you second? Think that the odds makers
1: are really paying attention to the NEC. A couple of these, I are feel like you should just all right sprinkle values.
0: I know they lose Andrew Sims. I know they lose uh, Isaiah Burnett and a couple other reserves, Josh Max, Samir Johnson, but I don't care. That's a, that's they finished second in conference. You're getting them at plus 1100. They return a shit ton of production. Uh, it's about- a
1: matter of national security that they saved Pano Pavlidis from going and playing D three basketball with Hartford. That's that's oh, what did.
0: let's talk about that, man. The fucking Hartford <laughs> Hawks, those bastards. <laughs> those bastards. They need to they need to jump back up right away, man. They have Ben Baker money. All right. The fuck's going on here? I cannot believe they made the NCAA tournament two years ago. Now they're ditching them. I mean, that was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. I even signed a petition to try to try to get them. Their school president should be kicked out. I'm, I'm assuming
1: he's this, already kicked out. But this kid Pavlitis went to the NCAA tournament with Hardford.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, so they have a uh, Max zegregalski back too, fifth year senior, 34 minutes a game. This guy doesn't he's, come out. All right, he's
1: he's the brother of Marcus. Uh, that was with Creighton, correct?
0: Like is, Marcus it? is it? I is think it, I think you might. Are they related? Yeah, I think that? you're right. I think you're right. Actually, you are. For some reason, yeah, I, thought, I just I did a Google search. A you're kid. right. You're right. You're right. Um, they have Thatcher Stone who played 20 minutes a game. He's a senior guard. He's back. All right. Christopher Mellis on the bench, 15 minutes a game a year ago. Ethan Mauser played 11, 12 minutes a game a season ago. And then they go out in the portal, and like you said, they got. Uh, the transfer from Hartford, but they also brought in Shane O'Dell from St. Rose played 32 minutes a game at St. Rose. Also Tony Fielder from VMI. This is a nice get cause Tony Fielder. Let me tell you about Tony Felder. I'm sorry. Did I say Fielder Felder? Um. Well, uh, he, he must be the brother of Prince Fielder, right? <laughs> yeah. Son of Cecil. Yeah. Okay. He's, he, he's, he's not as fat though. Uh, or Cecil Cecil fielder I think it is um anyway uh look this guy though as a freshman at with the key debts 27 minutes per game 10 and a half points per game getting it done that's a nice get that's a really nice get hey look I do expect regression but at the same time like they still have a solid core I think they're worth sprinkling plus 1100 on the skyhawks so jump on in what do you make of this skyhawks buddy
1: uh this is kind of like I want, I want to touch on this one because NEC pretty small conference overall. We've kind of touched on that already. Six, 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 eight, six, eight for the starting five here. uh, One of the biggest teams in the NEC entering the season and Zegarowski, the brother of Marcus. We've confirmed that now Uh, 33 minutes last year. He's a graduate senior 12 and a half points four rebounds. And then his front court duo partner. And Pavlidis, the transfer from Hartford, uh, 24 and a half minutes last year, eight points, six rebounds. They're going to be a really good front court. Um, and if Tony Feld, Felder can come in and just kind of make it all work uh, with a bigger, expanded role uh, in, in year two and probably a worse conference than the SOCON, not probably, definitely, uh, th- this could be a team that also <laughs> outperforms uh, some of these betting odds. So. Yeah. I like Stonehill this year.
0: Me too. Let's now let's talk about the vacuum company. Wagner. Uh okay. I watched I made a note of this last year. I watched the vacuum company and I said they got something here. They were eight and eight. They tied for fifth in the NEC. They were fifteen and thirteen overall. I was impressed with this team a few times when I watched them. And I thought that they were rather young. Which they were. So when you tell me that the, can you change change the uh the font, by the way, too. Um Donald Copeland, that was his year, that was year one with the vacuum company. Um Delani Hunt is gone, Brandon Brown's gone. That is about 20 points of production, 21 points of production also uh, price. Noel on the bench gone. However, I'm optimistic it's year two. You're going to know his system better. You're going to know his, what his demands of what he wants out of his team. Uh, Also uh, Ramir Moore back, uh, you know, 26 minutes a game, the backcourt in general played over you know, over, over 51 minutes a game. I know the four, you know, combined minutes, but uh, Javier Esquera. You got to like the, that many minutes for your backcourt uh, front court, Keontae Lewis, Rob Taylor, the second calling him tractor trailer, the third. Um, uh, I mean, these guys, these guys are going to have to step up because they, they played middle. They played like 15 to 17 minutes a game a season ago. They're going to, you know, be big pieces that they're going to be depending on. Melvin Council, though, from Monroe College is is someone I know they're excited about that transfers in. Also, from St. Francis, New York, the divider comes DeAndre Howe South, who played 24 minutes a game, maybe 25 minutes a game before those terrible decisions were made. Also, Zay Blake comes in from Green Bay. Uh, I also, and and what, Teron Allen also from Monmouth. Uh, With King Rice and company, Churchill Bounds, are you kidding me? That's a nice name. That is instead of Churchill Downs. Unbelievable. Comes in from Central Arkansas. Please get him the ball. I demand (laughs) to watch more Churchill Bounds. Um, That's that's on the on name team right there for sure. I want you to write that down, Churchill Bounds. We're working on those. We're going to get those out within the next week. I'll tell you this though, man. I watched them last year, and I thought this team was more impressive than their final record. I think they could be a sleeper in the conference. What do you make of uh, the Seahawks? All right. Well, I'm gonna sleep on them, and you can prove me wrong. This is the one
1: that we're gonna disagree with, because I, I think this is probably one of the teams that are in the back of the pack in the NEC. I I just I'm not impressed by many of the gets, to be honest. Um, and a lot of these guys didn't play a ton of substantial minutes from last season, especially in the front court, uh, just, uh, piecing together, uh, a couple of new pieces up here. They lose their top two, their two leading scores from last season. Uh, the defense is good, but the offense is brutal. Uh, 354th, uh, in effective field goal percentage last year, 347th in offensive efficiency. The NEC is not good all around, but, Night in and night out, they're relying way too much on their defense to win them in some games. So, I got this team, I think, on paper sixth in the NEC here. So, Mm. is that Mm. that's that's not
0: are you having them much higher, like sleeper worthy? Uh, I do, and you're good, you're about to hear it because we're about to go through our lineups here. Um, okay, so who do you have? How many teams we got? What. What is it, nine? Yeah. Um, who's your ninth school? Saint Francis. We agree there. I'll even play a little music. Saint <laughs> Francis at number nine. Uh at number eight. I have uh the fucking Long Island Shocks. Now, actually, you know what? I think they're gonna finish in seventh. Uh give me Hmm this makes it a little tricky. This is a fun conference. Uh it give is. me give me Lemoyne. Oh, I like them a little bit better than that. We're at 7? Yeah.
1: So I I lied. I have Wagner at 7.
0: Uh wait, so at 7 I I have uh the fucking Long Island Shocks. Who do you have at six?
1: So I had I had Long Island at eight, Wagner at seven, I have Merrimack at six.
0: Uh wow. Okay. I have uh Central Connecticut at six. Who do you All have right. at fifth?
1: I have the Lemoyne Dolphins. I think they surprise.
0: I think they'll finish kind of where I, I expect Stonehill from them. I want them to take some people to the graveyard. Well, speaking of Stonehill, that is my uh, that's my fifth team. Who do you have I, at Who do you have? At I have them four? fourth. <laughs> okay, fourth for me is Fair Dick. Okay. Uh, who do you have at third? Central Connecticut. I got a Wagner finishing third. At number two, I got Merrimack. I got Fairley Dickinson finishing second. We both have Sacred Heart finishing number one. Folks, get your bets in. Go over there. You're good odds. For for real, like a a couple of them, like if you just want to put like uh,
1: you know, pennies on the dollar on Central Connecticut, they're plus they're nine to one to win it. Fairley Dickinson's plus four twenty five. Wagner, if you're team Colby, they're plus 550. Stonehill is 11 to 1. And if you want total chaos, LeMoyne, 22 to 1.
0: LeMoyne, I mean, I wouldn't be that shocked. <laughs> I wouldn't be that fucking shocked. Uh, Merrimack at plus 250. Where'd you have them finishing? Uh, I had them I had him second. Okay. So, there is that. Um all right, selling folks. selling that's Who, my bus team is Mary is Merrimack?
1: Yeah, I think my, they lose a lot.
0: I think my bus team would be fairly Dickinson finishing fourth. Where'd
1: they finish last year? Second. they finished second. Yeah. yeah, they finished second and they lose the tournament final. They get in the NCAA tournament and they win two games. Makes sense.
0: The surprise team. I mean, I kind of think. From an odd point of
1: view, Lemoyne.
0: It's got to be Sacred Heart, though, right?
1: I don't. Everything that I'm seeing is Lemoyne's down in the dumps. I, I went through it, but what about St. Central France, Connecticut State's odds? What were they again? Uh they're nine, nine
0: plus nine hundred. Yeah, I mean that—that's my surprise team there. Okay. The real Blue Devils.
1: But, I'm I'm preaching this. I'm going to be on Lemoyne early. I think a lot of people are off. Three fifty-six on Torvik. 363, uh, second to last on Ken Palm. If Vegas, which they're prone to do, just strip numbers from these two models, yeah, I'll be I'll be betting them a little bit in the in the non conference
0: season, folks. Speaking of the season, it's right around the corner. We'll be live every single night starting November 5th. Yeah, we've been doing this shit for years, folks. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience wherever Pac-12 podcasts tomorrow. can be found. Yeah, we got Pac 12 uh Mountain West SEC all coming the 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 WAC the WCC all these ones are coming and uh yeah we're going to break down all 31 conferences before we obviously November 5th we'll, we'll we're picking games then for the rest of the year every single night of the season we don't take nights off and uh well actually I haven't taken nights off years before but uh I am expecting it. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: might be taking some. Do have shit.
0: a son on the way. There might be a, a day or two off, <laughs> but we the podcast will be rocking. Um no birthday party for Colby this year. He's expecting a son. So that's that's when it's 100%. My birthday my <laughs> birthday <laughs> days are fucking <laughs> that, done. That was yeah. was
1: a joke. <laughs> you Now my
0: birthday, birthday is done. <laughs> Just give me a glass of whiskey and throw on a fucking uh, you know, weekend NEC, of beers. Yeah, or or any sea game. There we go. Even better. Uh Folks, uh give Noah a follow on Twitter at Noah B77 underscore, right? Yeah. Uh I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Colby The College Basketball Experience is on Twitter at T C E on S G P N. Follow away. Uh we're on YouTube. You can watch this show every single night. youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. If you can hop on over to iTunes, give us a five star review for the college basketball experience. We haven't got a lot recently, not since last season. So get on over there. Takes two minutes out of and your day, folks. If
1: you've already left the review, uh, do it leave, again. You'll un- do it again. Leave another one because it actually it, it it's helps. It's like
0: fucking play it again, sports. Let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. Also check out I host the College Football Experience and the FCS College Football Experience. NEC fans, we got you covered. Uh, also, me and Noah do the College Baseball Experience. Check that out when that season goes into full swing in February. Conference previews
1: Uh, in late December.
0: There we go, and we have the uh, the also we have the Big Twelve experience. Everything Big Twelve related. It's the Big Twelve. Go check it out. Uh, And uh, yeah, sports gambling podcast live from Las Vegas. I'm on that show, Uh, so we're live from Vegas Friday nights uh, on and V S -S I N on YouTube TV. That is Brent Musburger's network. Check it out. Uh, And I mean, they're live every night too. So check out the sports gambling podcast. It's all family here until next time, folks. This is the NEC conference preview edition. I miss you divider. I really, really miss you divider. We're going to have to fit someone out there. I challenge anyone in the NEC to create a new divider, get this thing going. We need multiple dividers now uh, as, as St. Francis, but honestly, I I hope the, uh, before I get out of here, I guess, I hope the NEC grabs a couple more teams. Let's go. Let's get some teams playing football, dual, th- both sports. Let's go football, basketball, baseball, hockey, all that shit. Let's go. All right. Sports sports for the win. This is the college basketball experience, NEC conference preview. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. It's got me thinking about the good shit. The minute that I seen your grill again, it made me good trip. Good dog to mind back like dog will wind that Man, I didn't get mad when you near me. Hit me, time back. But... The coming zone was strong Now my shit's coming along, you know the song The truth is I'm pretty much on fire again It's heating up, for real, I'm alive again uh, And that's the attraction factor Vancouver, Michigan with my rap disaster Yeah. You know you want it how you want it No need to trip, cause I got it, got it It's all yours and the extras too All the super music and the sex for who? Uh, just get it straight, cause it caught me in a good mood Let me demonstrate what this time of year could do yeah, sing it.